recap. It's time to get up. Danny and Kate are back on the radio. That's why they get up in the morning. Nothing says good morning like a drunken human alarm clock. Sit back and relax. They will entertain you for the next four hours. It's Danny and Kate, and the show starts now. Good morning, Danny and Kate show on a Tuesday. Good old crazy Taco Tuesday. I guess if by Taco Tuesday you mean you're just eating tacos yet again because it's the cheapest greatest thing you can do we have tacos on a fairly regular basis i love tacos it's not just tuesday sometimes we have taco saturday monday monday wednesday thursday friday and um only for special sunday taco sundays we also enjoy spaghetti and um that's it whatever you can feed basically a small army of people with that's what we like that yeah we're big big fans of that um, all right, so we, we teased it yesterday in our promo that ran all day. We were talking about this, so uh, we're going to tell you about the 15 quarantine myths that are going on right now. There's 15 quarantine myths. We'll give you some coronavirus insanity. Kim Jong-un, is he dead or alive? We got people saying he's dead. We got other people saying he's alive. I don't know. It's crazy. Nobody knows. Nobody seems to know, but we'll tell you what we know coming up in just a little bit. Um, we'll tell you that uh, Angelina Jolie is telling you how to be a parent, but in a real supportive way. A real supportive way? Mm-hmm. In a nice way? In a nice She's way. She's telling you what to do in the kindest way possible. Yep, the very nicest, kindest, wonderfulest way possible. Um, and that's it. That's all the big stuff we have. We'll do all that here in just a little bit. Stick around. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate show, what are you thinking? You thinking that um, you want to go out and eat at restaurants when they let these things open up, when they let the gates open? Meh, you maybe you, not. No, you don't know? Maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> um, well, a French chef says it's safer to eat in restaurants than at home. So he is a chef, so therefore I would trust him. How is it safer? If well, I'm preparing my food, I know that it's clean. Here's what he said. He, uh, he said it's safer to eat at a restaurant than in your own home. According to French chef Alain de I don't think that's his name. That's oh, his don't make that noise. That's his middle name. Ew. No, stop. That's literally making me want to vomit. Please don't do that. Well, that's a French name. <laughs> how dare you insult the whole culture, babe? Ugh. That's how you pronounce his name. Mm-mm. It's French chef Alan. Stop. Do you hate me? I know, I love you. Ew. He's uh, considered one of the best chefs in the world by his mom. Uh, so they say that restaurants are taking the necessary precautions to prepare your meal. Well, you never know who touched or coughed on the food you bring home to cook yourself. But I'm washing the food. It mm. wouldn't be the same thing if they're getting it from a supplier. They don't know who's coughing on that either. Know. He says he owns 36 restaurants and he personally knows what's going on in every single one of them at every single minute. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. That's almost as ridiculous as a med stop doctor giving us advice. I mean, come on. <laughs> You're fine. Go outside without a mask. It's cool. I do it all look, the time. Look, 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 look. I am a professional bull rider. And I'm telling you that this is safer. It's safer to ride a bull in front of a group of people than it is to ride a bull inside of your house. <laughs> so can we all just go back to riding bulls in front of groups of people? Anybody? Anybody? Well, I mean, he is a professional bull rider. He would know. That seems legit. Uh, there was a Texas mayor caught not giving a darn about the uh, stay-at-home orders. Yeah, I saw that. The mayor of Beaumont, Texas, was caught violating her own lockdown orders by opening a nail salon so she could get a manicure. Becky Ames was photographed last week wearing a mask inside of a nail salon that should have been closed. After a ton of complaints to the DA's office, Ames was forced to apologize for her, quote, lapse of judgment. <laughs> Does that work when uh, when guys say... I got a, I got a lap dance because of a lack of judgment. Mm, no, no. no? Well, it seemed to work for her, so good for her. Yeah, that that story just reeks of privilege. Mm. Hey, everybody, stay at home. Except but, for me. Yeah. You're unless, gonna open up so I can get a mani pedi. I'm gonna get mm, my hair did. Can't wait. I'm gonna go shopping. So you're just gonna open up for me. Gonna do it. 
Um, you know how in like big cities, there's always that guy in the street corner who's like, hey, the world's ending and Jesus is coming. Like in every city, they have that. Usually right. it's in every movie. Like, repent, we're all going to die. Well, now those guys have moved from like city streets because there's nobody there anymore. Right. So now they're going to beaches. And there's a, a Florida guy who's so upset about the beaches being open, he's not visiting them dressed as the Grim Reaper holding signs. That's His name nice. is Daniel Oofhilder. Turns out he's actually an attorney. He wants his fellow Floridians to stay home to help flatten the curve. He's using the Grim Reaper tour to make his point and raise funds for Democrats running for federal office. Okay, then. Well, that's one way to go about it. Yeah. Other you know, people would choose a different way. Yeah, they might. You know, since you are an attorney, I wish there was something you could do with that skill. Like, is there any sort of laws or anything you could try to or help argue. people with court cases yeah go do anything along those lines go do your job that'd be weird yeah all right well we're gonna take a little break when we come back we're gonna tell you about an ice cream truck but it's different than a normal ice cream truck because it's an adult ice cream truck oh boy i don't even know what that means but it sounds crazy it's exciting we'll tell you about it coming up it's danny and kate Danny and Kate show. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So, uh, man, some businesses are making the most out of lockdown restrictions. A restaurant in Houston called Bovine and Barley got creative and turned an old ice cream truck into an adult ice cream truck. Oh, yeah. What does that mean? As frozen treats are made with alcohol. What were you thinking? What do you, I don't know. Why did you make it all weird? You made it weird, not me. No, I just said adult. It's not like, you know. Anything crazy's happening. You have a dirty mind. Well, there's very adult coffee shops. Oh, so really? Adult ice cream oh. trucks. Not that far-fetched. Maybe that's a new business model for no, us. No, I was just getting coffee the other day, and I told Candy about your dirty mind, and she mm-hmm. said, she, and her exact response was, <laughs> Well, maybe Candy's to put some clothes on. Well, Candy's a hard-working, uh, she wants to be a botanist. Ah. So she's, you know, here she's making her way through college. Just, yeah, just like all the dancers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Just to be a, a botanist. Right. She's got four kids to feed. Right. And, uh, you know, she ain't found a man that can treat her right. <sighs> you have a type, don't you? As a frozen treat made with alcohol, these uh, bovine and barley owners have now been giving out ice cream with alcohol. They've delivered frozen cocktails directly to their patrons, like Moscow Mules, Pina Calartas, Margaritas. Yes, they all have alcohol in them. Mm, just the way God intended. Mm. Hey, Dad, this ice cream's good. Oh, crap. How much did you eat? I don't know, like four or five scoops. Why? Nothing. Don't tell your mother. Uh, I'm going to put on SpongeBob. We're, we're, we're going to take gonna a laugh. nap. <laughs> yeah. Nap time to hell. So. And then it, a little visit to the hospital. Right. <laughs> you know, it's funny, uh, but it's not funny because they always do this whenever like someone eats like, you know, the weed gummy bears are like, this is horrible. I can't believe this. This is the same situation here. The alcohol. Yeah. Alcohol ice cream. Uh, every time I hear about kids accidentally ingesting laced candy, mm-hmm. I just I couldn't even fathom dealing with that like on my own. You know what I mean? Like oh, as no. a personal note, that would be awful no like as a full-grown grown-up yeah Can you imagine being like 40 50 pounds and having them i would be uh i i feel like i'm tripping out if i get chicken that i feel is undercooked <laughs> like i am such a food i'm so scared to eat things that i will if if it looks raw if it tastes raw my wife will contest to this i've just stopped eating i'll go yeah it doesn't taste right yeah i ordered you a pizza last week and they accidentally put mushrooms on it and mm-hmm. you were convinced yep. that they were like shrooms S- psychedelic mushrooms. they were not they were regular mushrooms. I think they were psychedelic. They were not. I just imagine some high school kid pouring psychedelic mushrooms on my pizza like, ha take that, Danny. And I'm what? like, hell no, I ain't Why would he do this. that? And it was under my name. So what What did I do to this kid? I don't know. You tell me what you did for me to deserve that. <laughs> Who knows what agreement you guys came up with. Um. All right. Well, let's talk about psychics for a second. But you already knew I was going to say that, didn't you? Because I'm a psychic. You are. We'll tell you all about some psychic stuff coming up in a moment. It's Danny and Kate.
Danny and Kate on your morning drive. We're getting you up. We're getting you ready. We're excited. Woo! It's a big deal. Post Malone did something kick-ass yesterday. I watched almost the whole thing. Man, he did a Nirvana cover, and his drummer was the guy from Blink-182, mm-hmm. the angry guy with the tattoos. I forget his name. They tried to do a reality show about Travis him. Travis Barker? Yeah, Travis Barker. But he just he doesn't have any personality. Anyway, he was the drummer, and then some other people, and he wore a muumuu. Uh, for those that don't know, it's like a big uh, dress onesie, and he had like flowers on it. He was smoking cigarettes the whole time and drinking vodka, and they kept trying to pan away every time he'd do it. And I'm like, how is this guy going to do this? And then he had a guitar, and he was literally playing guitar and singing these songs, and it was it was amazing. So it was him in one house, Travis Barker in another house. They were all separate, but yet combined, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I posted it up on my uh, on my personal page because I was like, dude, this is amazing. I like Post Malone, but I think I like him a little more now. I think they've spent too much time trying to make him a hip hop artist. Yeah. When he really is more of an eccentric rock hip hop, he's more of a well-rounded Dude, like I, my respect level, he can play guitar like I've never seen. He can sing. He's a songwriter. And sure, he looks like he smells horrible. But I think if you get beyond that, Bob Marley looked like he smelled horrible. Didn't you once call Post Malone the Kurt Cobain of the 2010s? Yeah, I did. And everybody made fun of me. And now here we are. Nirvana. Yeah, so if you haven't seen it, look it up. Go to YouTube. Type in Post Malone covers Nirvana. And he did it's this. It's damn good. He did this to raise money, too. He raised like $3 million. Yeah. $3 million. Ah, 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 ah. So that's a lot of stimulus money out there people were dishing up. You know, I keep seeing all these like celebrities say, it's $55 million here and $3 million here and $10 million here and yada, yada, yada. But who's like dishing out this money? Because I haven't seen anybody going, woo, the celebrities gave me $5,000. Well, they're they're giving it to like, like, this one was for the World Health Organization. Gotcha. So they're getting it. But I mean, we could say we raised money. No one could really know because no one ever sees that check process. So we've raised a little over (laughs) $4,200 million. And we gave it to the World Health of America. But you know what I mean? Like, generational. All of these celebrities have, like, you know, given money for mm-hmm. coronavirus relief efforts, but who's actually getting this money? Apparently, the Los Angeles Lakers are. No, they're just getting that from the government. Uh, yeah, the Los Angeles Lakers got caught. Why'd they get caught? You're, what, what do you mean, Danny? There's no basketball. How could they get caught? Well, it's not tra- really caught. They were given it giving it to them yeah so you know what and we should talk about this in a later break we can go into details but all this arguing you had back and forth with the republicans and the democrats about this bailout package for two trillion dollars it turns out no matter what side you're on they screwed us all over Mm -hmm. because the small business uh did not give it out to small businesses in fact it's rare to hear of anybody who actually got one from a small business what they ended up doing is they ended up cutting the cutoff point of having 500 employees. So you're hearing these stories about these large corporations, one of which being the Los Angeles Lakers, who got $4.5 million from the Small Business Association. Why? Well, they have under 500 employees. So they got the loan. There was lots of major corporations that got money. Wasn't the only one. There was the one that gave it back. There was an uh, Auto Nation got it. They ended. Up, they got caught and they gave it back. It was like Shake Shack or something Shake like Shack that. Shake Shack willingly gave it back. Gave it back. Yeah. A lot of these, some are willingly giving it back. Other ones are waiting until they get caught. And then someone finds out and they're like, hey, wait a minute, bro. Like you're a major chain. Yeah. You're Ruth's Crisp. Like oh, no, you're no. worth money. But but you know but each individual Ruth's Crisp only has like thirty employees. Well, that don't matter. That's not small business. Yeah, you're a chain. So hopefully this next one that comes out will go to literal mom and pop organizations. Well, and think about if all these corporations weren't allowed to collect this money, how many more individuals could we could have all gotten more cash? Yeah, think of all the hair salons, the stylists that need it, the barber shops, the radio station owners. I mean, those are all <laughs> the people that need the money. 
the local people, the, the dude that's worked his whole life to have himself a plumbing company yeah. who's, you know, they're hurting right now. All the self-employed people. I mean, yeah. we could have all had a little extra money if people like, you know, you know the Lakers didn't you know who's get it. doing okay? The Lakers. <laughs> um, they're doing fine. Car companies. I know it's like, well, we're not selling as many cars. Well, you're still selling cars. And you still are worth, like your company is worth multi-millions dollars yeah. some of these companies are worth billions of dollars like there's yeah. there's no excuse for it whatever so i'm getting off my soapbox we're going to talk about the stupidest person of the day coming up it's danny and kate stupid people are everywhere oh it's even more stupid than you could possibly imagine that sounds stupid that's just stupid here's danny and kate's stupidest person of the day that's really stupid right well, today's stupidest person of the day happens to be a couple of people that actually started with good intentions. And they always say the road to hell is paved with good intentions. And a 70-year-old president of the Rotary Club in Florida was handing out food outside of a church last week. And he ended up getting in a fight with another guy who was also handing out food. Apparently, there was some miscommunication, and the pastor thought the food was being donated to the church. They ended up getting into each other's faces, and the pastor threw a punch. He oh. claims he thought the guy was about to attack him, and he was defending himself. But the 70-year-old guy says the punch came out of nowhere because, you know, he's 70. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, here they are talking about this. Enjoy this. At that moment, he hit me, and I went backwards. We do not do food distribution on Tuesdays. We do food distribution on Thursdays. He was right. He was right close up on me as if that he was going to hit me. I was protecting me, defending myself. I guess he meant no harm, but I didn't know. I was jittery and I hit it. So I'm 70 years old, brother. All I want to do is help people. Wow. That is a horrible, horrible minister. Your reaction shouldn't be to try to swing on a 70-year-old. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That seems cool. Anyway, there you go. There's our stupidest person of the day. We'll be back in a few. It's Danny and Kate. What happened last night on the late night talk shows? West and Jimmy Kimmel decided to squash their feud last night. Danny and Kate don't know. They were asleep. Oh, man. Talk about a freak show. So let's play it back. We're talking about the fun he's having on his show. It's the Late Show Recap with Danny and Kate. Time to check in with our Late Show host. Enjoy. Uh, Jimmy Fallon, Bill Meyer, Saturday Night Live's Michael Che. All of them from the comfort of their own house. Enjoy. A new survey found that only 18% of couples in quarantine are satisfied with communication with their partner. The remaining 82% didn't really want to talk about it. Researchers have found, especially for people, this is, who might be married or living with someone, that the coronavirus cannot be spread through flatulence. <laughs> the researchers also say that their careers in research didn't really pan out the way they hoped. Psychologists are warning single people stuck at home to resist the urge to get in touch with their exes. Okay, but if I don't text my exes, how will they know I love them? Check this out. Pillsbury now says that their cookie dough will soon be safe to eat, either baked or raw. Americans heard that and were like, what do you mean by soon? Everybody's eating cookie dough all the time. You shouldn't be. It's bad for you. You can get uh, malaria. Malaria? Salmonella. Eh, one of those. Not malaria. It's malaria or salmonella. I'm not sure which one it is. <laughs> but it's one of the two. Glad you're not a doctor. I'm glad I'm not either. Um, let's do some comedy. Why not? Remember Frank Caliendo? He was a little short, kind of pudgy guy. Does a lot of great impersonations. He did some stuff for football and kind of went away. I don't know where he went. But anyway, back when he was doing stand-up, back when this was legally allowed, he did his impersonation of Al Pacino as Darth Vader. This, this, this is the stuff right here. Enjoy. Here you go. You don't realize how important a voice is till you hear the wrong one in its place. There's a reason they use the voice of James Earl Jones as Darth Vader in Star Wars and not a guy like Al Pacino, right? No, because this doesn't work. Luke! <laughs> Come to the dark side! 
so we can rule the universe as father and son! <laughs> I can't breathe in this thing. And I'm too stinking blind. <laughs> Damn, his impersonations are really good. It's such a guy thing to like. Is it? Yeah. All right. Here's my impersonation of you talking to me. That's such a guy thing to like. See how funny that was? Because I just nailed you. That's what you sound like. Cool. Such a guy thing. Cool. I nail your voice. I'm really good at it. Now do your typical girl voice. Uh, typical girl or you annoying say, girl? You always say all women sound like. Well, they sound. This is my not all women, but usually the ones women. I come in contact with. Very valley girly. They always go. All right. So yesterday I was shopping and they stopped me at the door and they're like, you need a mask. And I was all, what? You can't just take away my rights to go and get hair dye because all of a sudden the 13th Amendment is no longer ratified. And I don't understand why you're stopping me. Excuse me, ma'am. The 13th Amendment has nothing to do with that. Oh, you're now attacking me with your words? And I'm <laughs> upset with everything that you have said. And I want to speak to your manager. You know what's funny is I always thought, I don't, I didn't understand like why that was your like typical girl voice. And so I think we were walking around Target or something one day and I just heard this lady. Yeah, she was And voice. my head whipped around <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, it's her. Yeah, it's, it's her. her. Yeah, that was every Valley girl growing up. Um, I was like, oh yeah. And it, in specific, there was one, her name was Heather Montgomery. I'll never forget Heather Montgomery. And she used to say, nerr. And I had her in a class. What does that mean? I don't know. And we had her in a <laughs> class. And every single day she'd come in and be like, oh, hi, Danny. How was your lunch period? And I was like, it was good, Heather. How was yours? I mean, it was great. But everyone was like, no, trying to get in my business. What does that mean? I don't know. I never got I never got it. <laughs> and it was weird because she'd make this like face, which I ended up getting down. It was like where the creases of her nose kind of curled up like 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 this right and she'd be like oh, this is this and that's where it comes from oh, poor that's heather she's probably got terrible laugh lines now no she ended up getting into radio really? isn't that weird she was doing a morning show co-host in uh san luis obispo california for two years sounding like that oh yeah <laughs> and it was a country station didn't go over well she lost her job but she was like they were like you know the guy who was doing that the lead of the show his name was tom tom k and he's like, hey, everybody, welcome to whatever country station it was. Uh, today we're going to be talking about blah, 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 blah. And she'd, she'd chime in with, I don't understand what all this means, but I'm glad to be here, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I could see why that wouldn't do well. No, it didn't, it didn't do well. They had to ride that contract out. We'll be back in just a couple. <laughs> it's Danny and Gate. If it's on the internet, it must be true! Celebrities are rich. Paparazzi's with their cameras. Good looking and better than us. Kind of nice having so much to celebrate. It's time for Celebrity Dirt, only on the Danny and Kate Show. Chris Pratt and Katherine Schwarzenegger are expecting their first child together. The news comes 10 months after the couple married last June. A source tells E.T. Chris and Katherine are extremely happy. Brad Pitt made his first Saturday Night Live appearance in over 20 years. Pitt opened the show as Dr. Anthony Fauci. The portrayal comes weeks after Fauci said, if portrayed on SNL, he'd love to be played by Pitt. Celebrating an E.T. birthday today, Grammy winner rapper Lizzo is 32, Kiss guitarist Ace Frehley is 69, and which Scottish singer sang the title song for the 1981 James Bond film For Your Eyes Only? That would be Sheena Easton, who today turned 61. This report brought to you by CBS Audio. For more entertainment, news, sports, and lifestyle features, go to cbsaudio.com forward slash podcast and explore all that CBS Audio has to offer. From the Entertainment Tonight newsroom in Hollywood, I'm Kevin Frazier. Thanks, Kevin. We'll be back in just a couple. It's Danny and Kate. It's the Danny and Kate show. Good morning to you. So, babe, what do you got today? Well, I was scrolling through my Facebook groups today and I found a very interesting 
complaint from okay. this woman. And Is it a woman complaining about her husband or boyfriend? Her boyfriend. Boyfriend. Okay, give us the scenario. Okay, so she says she's upset and she's not sure what she should do. And mm. she's already, like, you know, had this argument. And they're yep. basically at, you know, they're headbutting and there's no... There's no coming to a conclusion with this. So she said the guy she's dating and live with is going to a gym despite state orders for COVID-19. And the gym, he's only able to go because they're operating under the table. I'm assuming she lives in one of the blue states that still has a very long quarantine order in place. Um, So he's still going. So, And she said not only that, but he, while she's only going to work... And then she goes one weekly, very as safe as she can, grocery store shopping. Mm-hmm. He is frequenting Target, going inside multiple times a week, coffee shop drive throughs every morning, grocery store multiple times a week, a local grocery store that's for somehow still letting people inside, which they shouldn't be, um, and now going to the gym five times a week that's operating under the table. Is she dating a mayor in a Texas city? She might be. Might be. We read about that one earlier. So she's mad about it. What's the general response from the ladies that are responding? Well, it was only posted a little while ago. So I'm imagining it's not good. But we have like, this is grounds for breakup. Um, This woman says, just found out through a friend who's a nurse who's doing tracing and traced 15 cases recently to a gym that's secretly open from 6 to 8 a.m. is having people park around the corner. So this seems crazy to me. So yeah, the gym is not... Not a low contact place for bodily fluids. No. Just putting that out there, people. Yeah, it's not. Uh, another woman saying you should report the gym, and I would consider leaving this guy. Mm. I mean, a lot of this, a lot of you should leave your boyfriend because he's putting you in danger. Is this breakup worthy for you? If I said, if I came home and I said, babe, I've made a decision, I'm going to do some underground working out. I'm going to go to the gym, and I'll come home and I'll take a shower. But I'm going to the gym and I'm paying this guy in, in, in booty, booty, booty bucks under the table, booty bucks. <laughs> what is that? It's when you go to a strip club and you get booty bucks. Yeah, something. Because <laughs> it's, it's anyway. Okay. Thanks, so thanks for that, dude. I'm just saying. Would you be mad? Would you divorce me over this? I well, I think. It's not just you and me, you know, for us, our situation's a little different. We have an entire large horde of people who live in our home. But I'm only thinking about me and I don't care what you said. Well, and she also prefaced the post with, they spent um, $1,500 when quarantine started to make a home gym in their garage. So now, not only with his regular should not be going out outings, he is also going five times a week to this gym that is operating illegally good for him he just just he don't care he doesn't care about anything i want to get to that level i just don't care about anything or anyone in my life um so you didn't answer the question you're skirting around it do you do you divorce me no but i don't think i'd let you in the house Mm. you may have to stay elsewhere sir yeah it would have to be a big argument you can go sleep. Yelling back and forth. <laughs> Someone else. If you house. made that decision, I would be very upset. Yeah, I know. I know. You would be like, over my dead body, are you going to the gym? Yeah. Nope, not going to happen. Cool. Well, I hope you love the gym because you're going to have to live there from now on. <laughs> you're sleeping on that treadmill. There's no way in hell you're coming home. So I don't know. That seems like a pretty big deal. one 516 9981 Give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. Would you be mad if your significant other decided to go out? And do these things, whether or not you had feelings about it. <laughs> this lady said, if my husband tried to go to the gym right now, I would send him to live with his mother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mom. Um, all right. Well, we'll take your calls coming up. Stick around. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate Morning Show. Good morning to you. So, of course, the question we asked earlier, one 516 If your significant other was like, you know, forget the stay at home orders. I'm going to go live my best life. And still go to the gym. Uh, There's a woman who's upset because her boyfriend is now apparently going to some underground gym. She says that it's packed. That there's people there. That they park around the parking lot. And they walk in. And there's like a, you know, secret way they're able to pay and all that fun stuff. Would you still be with that person? Would you be mad at that person? What, What would you do? Let's go to line number one. Good morning. How are you? I'm great, thanks. So what would you do? Your significant other decides, screw the stay-at-home orders. I'm going to do whatever I want to do. It's against your wishes. You told them to stop. Would you still stay with that person, or would you would you distance yourself a little bit? Well, I mean, I think breaking up would be a little bit harsh, but 
I, I think we have to take this seriously. So I think that uh, I would I would feel more comfortable um, distancing myself. Yeah. Um, just because you know I'm going to protect myself. I mean, I, I think this this is the real deal. This this virus. Now, Kate, so, um, Kate came up with a suggestion of telling them to just stay at their mom's house go or sleep to go else. sleep somewhere else. That's what do, I would do to you. Do you think that's too extreme or is that okay? No, I think that's okay. You know, and if that's not <laughs> an option, if, uh, if your mom is out of town and we can't afford, you know, a, a motel for a couple of weeks, uh, hopefully the place that they're living you know, is is big enough that they can kind of, you know, separate. Like, you sleep on the couch, and this is your area, and this will be my area. That's awesome. But I just think that it's it's, uh, it's a little bit crazy, uh, if, you, if you ask me, which you are. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, and I appreciate... He would just, you know, that he would just continue to go. I mean, there has to be, like, a home gym option. There just has to be. Well, I mean, why a- do you need to go so badly that you would risk your health and mine well and, and that's what she wrote she wrote in there she wrote in there that she um they even spent money to money start to a start home a home gym and that's what made her even more pissed that they bought all this home gym equipment and he's still not using it and going out anyway well then i would sell the home gym equipment and pay for the motel <laughs> classic see you later sir well thank you so much for calling in we appreciate you no thank you so much love the show well, there you go. There's nothing worse than a woman scorned or a woman who's spent money and it's not being used. Well, gee, I mean, how hard is it to not go to the gym for another month? Like, calm down, sir. Your muscles will recover. Maybe not. You can just do push-ups and sit-ups at home. I know. There's so many people working out at home. It's crazy. You, right. It's it's doable. So coming up, we're going to talk about your kid's gaming time. Are you putting limits on it? What are you doing to control them? We'll give you some tips that we do coming up. It's Danny and Kate. It's a Danny and Kate show, and uh, it's time to talk about family for a little bit. Uh, we have a big family, and we have devices and iPads and uh, iPhones and um, iFridges and iCars and iCarly, and we have all of it. We have the whole thing. And whenever the kids want to play, which is all the time, we have to put limitations on it. And in this time in social isolation, it may be time to embrace screen time, especially when it comes to video games. Studies say that children ages 6 to 11 who play video games do better at school and have fewer relationship problems with peers. But other people have come forward and said that's the exact opposite of how I was raised. And there should be less screen time. But now there's an abundance of time, so what do you do? Mark Griffiths, a psychology professor from Trent University, and the world's foremost video game researcher found that about three quarters of video game users make good friends while playing and 10% uh, have developed a, at least one romantic relationship online. Ooh. Oh boy. I didn't know that was an option. Well, just looking at the way your Call of Duty character is looking at me, I'm just... I- I don't know who couldn't be bothered by is, that. Is this why you're playing Call of Duty all the time? Are you, you know, what's weird is um, with girls. You know, as a side note, my buddy Dave told me that his daughter, who's 19, loves Call of Duty but won't turn her mic on because she thinks she gets picked on because she's a girl. So like I, picked on, or she's getting hit on all the time. No, like picked on, like they try to kill her and you know constantly go after her because she's a girl. Really. Yeah, because, you know, the point of the game is to eliminate the other person. But I thought gamer guys liked gamer girls. I don't know. I'm not in that world. I think it's fun to play games. But I And I said, how many girls have you played with online? And I said, man, now that I think about it, I can't tell you any. It's always dudes. Like, every time I play, it's always a group of dudes. So the gamer girl is a myth? She's think, like a unicorn. Yeah, a I think so. Because I've played <laughs> thousands of games of Call of Duty. And I have not once come across an actual girl. I think well, I think there was one time, but I don't even know if it was a girl or not. She sounded like a little boy. Mm. Could have been a little boy because I've played, I've done that where you're playing a game and all of a sudden you hear a child, the, a child who should not be playing this game. <laughs> and I, the, the the dad in me wants to be like, dude, get off this. Where are your parents? This is inappropriate. Throw a grenade. Let me speak to your parents. Shoot right that now. guy in the corner. That's it. You got your own. So I don't, you know, so I usually mute them because you can mute them. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to hear little Jonathan talk about this, but I don't know. So what have you guys been doing? one 516 9981 Are you putting any limits on your kid's game time? Are you are you doing anything 
differently now that they have all this available time than before? Are you letting them do it? Are you not letting them do it? Let's go to line number one. Good morning. What, do you, what are your rules in your house? Well, I think it's important to make them spend time with us. If I didn't limit their time playing video games, they'd be looking at a screen all day. Yeah. They're playing more, but I just make them interact with us. They can't hide in their room all day. No, I agree. That's what my wife does. She puts screen time limits on their stuff. It's my favorite. So they they can't even turn it on or use any of their items till after school time. Mm-hmm. The If you have, I mean, I'm sure other devices do this too, but iPhones, you link everybody in one family account and then you can go on and you can adjust the screen time and they have to have the passcode or they can like for their school apps, they'll request it and it'll go to my phone and then I can say yes and I can even give like 10 minutes, 15 minutes, an hour all day. Like I get options as well. Mm-hmm. And it's for one app at a time. Yeah. So you can turn on their school app and everything else will not work. It'll just show a little timeout symbol. Text messages, calls, everything. It says, nope, you're in timeout. Can't do it. Can't use it right now. Those are the rules. Let's go to line number two. Good morning. What are you doing? No, uh, as long as it keeps them busy, I can't really complain. I mean, they can't go out or meet up with friends, so what else are they going to do? I even bought them some more games to keep them busy. There you go. Said a single father. Congratulations. <laughs> um, you know what else could keep them busy? Cleaning up the house because they're dirty. So we make them do that. You got to clean up this room, vacuum this, do these dishes, put away that. This isn't fun for anybody. You got to clean up after yourself. And my favorite's when it's still like we have a set school time. So when they run out of school things and studying to do, I'm like, oh, great. Well, you can do your chores if you're bored. Yep. We're going to learn some real life things right now called getting spiderwebs out of the corners. Ooh, That's a fun one. Spraying out the, the patio with the... Mm. With a power washer. Yep. Every time Xander, he's 14 now. No, he's not. 13? He's 13. Almost 14. Every time he wants to act up and be like a guy, uh, I'm, I'm almost grown up. I'm almost grown up. Okay, grown up. Let's clean this toilet bowl because that's grown up stuff. No, I don't want uh, uh, I can't. Uh, I feel so sick. Uh, oh, can't do some grown up stuff, huh? Well, you can't clean up a toilet bowl. You sure as hell can't call your friends after 9 p.m. How about that? Yeah. So trying to grow up, but it doesn't get the whole responsibility. Exactly. Well, there you go. Well, thanks for calling in. We'll take a little break. When we return, uh, if you've been working from home, have you been setting your alarm or have you been waking up naturally? We'll tell you the statistics coming up. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate on your morning drive. Man, you're working at home like we are. Have you been setting your alarms? The coronavirus pandemic is changing sleeping habits for people. A study made from 23andMe found the average wake-up time for people from home shifted 48 minutes later. They said it used to be 6.18 a.m. before the pandemic. Now it's 7.06 a.m. Experts say the later wake-up times is much closer to an additional 33% of people who say they're now waking up about 7.55 a.m. Sleep expert Dr. Neil around the natural rhythm says this includes going to bed we're all tired because we're staying up later you're doing that i and i stayed up till three o'clock last night i don't even know how you did that call of duty having fun i can't i don't know it hurts today my head hurts i have headaches (laughs) i feel like i drank too much you're sleep hungover yeah you can't do that it's not fun getting old you're not a teenager anymore Mm, does not feel good So what have you been doing? If you've been working from home, have you been setting your alarm? 1-877-516-9981. Good morning. What have you been doing? So, yeah. Have I been setting my alarm? Yeah. Absolutely not. Because (laughs) uh, with two kids, that's pretty much my alarm. Um, And sometimes it's funny. They get me up at 7. And sometimes they're nice enough to let me sleep until 8. But uh, either way, it's more than enough time to make my 35-second commute to the dining room table so Mm -hmm. I can start work. Yeah. Yeah, that commute time, I appreciate you calling in. Is it? Oh, just, oh, when there's traffic in the hallway, (laughs) I hate it. Oh, here we go. Get out of my way. You know the little things I miss? I miss, this is going to sound, I miss listening to music. You know when when you're in a car? Yeah. yeah. And you hear some songs and you kind of de-stress and you don't have that anymore. So every time I listen to music when I go ride my bike or whatever, I'm like, wow, this is such a treat. I'm I'm listening to music. <laughs> I really miss that. It's crazy. I only well, I mean, I still do a fair amount of listening errand running, so yeah. still getting it there. Let's go to line number two. Good morning. If uh, you've been working from home, uh, have you been setting your alarm? 
I've been setting the alarm, but for way later than I used to. But I still like try to keep some of the old morning routine, you know? Like, yeah. I still shower when I wake up, have coffee, and walk the dog just like I used to. Yeah. But now it's you stay at home. Thanks for calling. Well, there you go. Some people are doing it, some aren't, but they are definitely sleeping in later. Some days I'll sleep in till nine, sometimes 10, sometimes 11. I'm just kidding. We're up every damn morning. Because we're still working from home. God, I know. I always hear these stories and go, that must be nice. I know. And I mean, we'll say like the kids' school starts later, mm-hmm. but you know, we're already well up in doing our day even before they get up. So. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll take a little break and return. Are you interested in going to, out to eat? If it involves wearing a mask and temperature checks, this may be our future. Would you still go out if that was the case? We'll take your calls and ask you about it coming up. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate show. So uh, there was a guy who does a blog. It's on eater.com, which is a food blog. Mm -hmm. And he decided to go to Hong Kong to get a sense of what eating dinner would be like in the United States once we're released. Right. Right. So he brought back all the restrictions and his experiences of what it was like. And he said the restrictions they had over there was all guests and staff must have their temperatures checked before entering the restaurant. Groups of diners are limited to four people or fewer. Restaurants are only allowed to operate at 50% capacity or less. Tables must be spaced 1.5 meters apart or more. And hand sanitizer must be made available to guests and staff at all times. When asked what it was like to eat in that type of environment, he said it was very constricting. said it wasn't as enjoyable as... He remembers it being at a normal restaurant. He said the whole time there's a sense of fear. You're constantly looking around at everybody, seeing what they're doing. Um, so I don't know. What do you think? one 516 Are you still going to be interested in going out to eat if it involves wearing a mask and temperature checks and all this other stuff? I don't I don't think the temperature checks is that big of a deal. But I mean, seriously, who was going to eat while they had a fever before? I don't think many people were. You know oh, what I, I mean? I did all the time. You did not. I if you have it. a fever, you don't feel good. You were staying home. I, my fevers, I'd rub my sweaty hands all over my and I'd shake people's hands. And I'd have to cough in people's faces. You would, <laughs> you would not. And they would sit me down. But, it was fun for me. But how are you supposed to eat with a mask on? Like you literally, like that, that makes it pointless. Cause then well, they you're put touching. a hole in the front of your mask. Well, that wouldn't help. Yeah. And if you're lifting it to move, to eat, right, then you're touching the mask and then the mask is contaminated. So what good is that doing anybody? I don't know. You make a good point. Maybe they could blend it all together so you could just put a little straw underneath Up the mask. through the bottom. Yeah. Ew. Ew. I'll be taking the blended turkey dinner, please. Oh, would you like mashed potatoes in there? Yes, and if you could add some stuffing as well. Oh, the Thanksgiving blended mm, shake. That's on special for eight ninety nine. That made me nauseous. Mm-hmm. Did you add cranberry sauce to this? We did, sir. It is four pounds of blended turkey, two pounds of blended potatoes, blended. Is this the family meal? Jesus. Well, if it's blended, I mean, you can eat more. Ugh. Toss it all back. No, Whoa, no, no. that was good. No, 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 no. Um, I need to send this back. My turkey isn't well done. It's blended. How can you tell? <laughs> well, I just can. Um, Let's go to line number one. Good morning. Would you still go out to eat if this was the case? No way. I think I'll wait for this all to be over before I sit down in a restaurant. Yeah. It's just not worth it. I want to be able to enjoy going out to eat. I don't want to have to pull a mask down for every bite plus yeah. they have to check my temperature before i get in that just sounds crazy well and you know and thank you for calling here's something to be grateful for when i was a kid the only way they could check your temperature was rectally no they could also check it through your armpit i think your mom just preferred the other method Ooh, that was that was intense i remember the first time you told me that because yeah. it was when our our first child together was sick she mm-hmm. was a baby and you're like flipping her over to take her temperature and i'm like whoa what are you doing <laughs> you're like oh, it has to go in the in the in the rear and i'm like no it does not and, he's, and you were like your mom didn't take your temperature this way and i was like never never once in my entire life oh, i just need no, memories mouth yeah. or armpit have been viable options for a good probably 30 40 years yeah you didn't want to put longer. that thermometer in our house in your mouth let no me just tell you. thermometers can go in your mouth i mean you can but they you can get a really here. accurate temperature new no. 
No, really I'm so glad. accurate butt temperature. And now they can just not even touch you. They can just scan you. Can you imagine? Uh, we're here to eat. Uh, pull down your pants, sir. Okay, well, I guess this is how we're checking yeah, your temperature. No, I was. <laughs> there's ways. plenty of other routes for temperature taking. We'll take uh, another phone call. Good morning. Are you going to be eating out uh, if they're making you wear a mask and temperature checks? What do you got? Yeah, man, I'm dying to go out to eat. Like, if it's at, like, an awesome restaurant, um, just being served, like, an awesome meal. That would be fine if they have to like take my temperature, have to wear a mask, whatever. Some places are just definitely worth it. Gotcha. Well, that's I appreciate you calling in. He said as long as it's awesome though. Everything is awesome. An awesome restaurant with an awesome meal. Everyone. That's his word. Awesome on our team. I think that, but for me, with a restaurant, like even if they have amazing food, right? Yeah. A lot of times it's about the whole experience. It's about the ambiance. It's about going out and being with friends. Yeah. It's And then the meal is also like part of, it's mm. part of the equation. But just going and ruining the ambiance and not being able to sit close to other people, right? Because we all have to be apart. Yeah. It ruins the whole thing. At least for me. <sighs> have you found anybody that looks sexy with a mask on? I was told I look hot even with a mask on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, we will return in a moment. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate show, what are you thinking? You thinking that um, you want to go out and eat at restaurants when they let these things open up, when they let the gates open? Meh, you maybe you, not. No, you don't know? Maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> um, well, a French chef says it's safer to eat in restaurants than at home. So he is a chef, so therefore I would trust him. How is it safer? If well, I'm preparing my food, I know that it's clean. Here's what he said. He uh, he said it's safer to eat at a restaurant than in your own home, according to French chef Alain Dissier. I don't think that's his name. That's oh, his don't make that noise. That's his middle name. Ew. No, stop. That's literally making me want to vomit. Please don't do that. Well, that's a French name. <laughs> How dare you insult the whole culture, babe? Ugh. That's how you pronounce his name. Mm-mm. It's French chef Alan. Stop! De la Do you hate me? Hannah, I love you. Ew. He's uh, considered one of the best chefs in the world by his mom. <laughs> uh, so they say that restaurants are taking the necessary precautions to prepare your meal. Well, you never know who touched or coughed on the food you bring home to cook yourself. But I'm washing the food. It mm. wouldn't it be the same thing if they're getting it from a supplier. They don't know who's coughing on Doesn't that either. Know. He says he owns 36 restaurants and he personally knows what's going on in every single one of them at every single minute. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. That's almost as ridiculous as a med stop doctor giving us advice. I mean, come on. <laughs> You're fine. Go outside without a mask. It's cool. I do it all look, the time. Look, 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 look. I am a professional bull rider. And I'm telling you that this is safer. It's safer to ride a bull in front of a group of people than it is to ride a bull inside of your house. <laughs> so can we all just go back to riding bulls in front of groups of people? Anybody? Anybody? Well, I mean, he is a professional bull rider. He would know. That seems legit. Uh, there was a Texas mayor caught not giving a darn about the uh, stay-at-home orders. Yeah, I saw that. The mayor of Beaumont, Texas, was caught violating her own lockdown orders by opening a nail salon so she could get a manicure. Becky Ames was photographed last week wearing a mask inside of a nail salon that should have been closed. After a ton of complaints to the DA's office, Ames was forced to apologize for her, quote, lapse of judgment. <laughs> Does that work when uh, when guys say... I got a, I got a lap dance because of a lack of judgment. Mm, no, no. Mm-mm. Well, it seemed to work for her, so good for her. Yeah, that that story just reeks of privilege. Mm. Hey, everybody, stay at home. Except but, for me. Yeah. You're unless, gonna open up so I can get a mani pedi. I'm gonna get mm, my hair did. Can't wait. I'm gonna go shopping. So you're just gonna open up for me. Gonna do it. Um, you know how in like big cities, there's always that guy in the street corner who's like, hey, the world's ending and Jesus is coming. Like in every city, they have that. Usually right. it's in every movie. Like, repent, we're all going to die. Well, now those guys have moved they've from moved. like city streets because there's nobody there anymore. Right. So now they're going to beaches. And there's a, a Florida guy who's so upset about the beaches being open. He's not visiting them dressed as the Grim Reaper holding signs. That's His name nice. is Daniel Oofhilder. Turns out he's actually an attorney. 
He wants his fellow Floridians to stay home to help flatten the curve. He's using the Grim Reaper tour to make his point and raise funds for Democrats running for federal office. Okay, then. Well, that's one way to go about it. Yeah. Other you know, people would choose a different way. Yeah, they might. You know, since you are an attorney, I wish there was something you could do with that skill. Like, is there any sort of laws or anything you could try to Or help argue? people with court cases. Yeah, go do anything along those lines. Go do your job. That'd be weird. Yeah. All right, well, we're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to tell you about an ice cream truck. But it's different than a normal ice cream truck. Because it's an adult ice cream truck. Oh, boy. I don't even know what that means, but it sounds crazy. It's exciting. We'll tell you about it coming up. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate show. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So, uh, man, some businesses are making the most out of lockdown restrictions. A restaurant in Houston called Bovine and Barley got creative and turned an old ice cream truck into an adult ice cream truck. Oh, yeah. What does that mean? As frozen treats are made with alcohol. What were you thinking? What do you, I don't know. Why did you make it all weird? You made it weird, not me. No, I just said adult. It's not like, you know, anything crazy's happening. You have a dirty mind. Well, there's very adult coffee shops. Oh, so really? Adult ice cream oh. trucks. Not that far-fetched. Maybe that's a new business model for no, us. No, I was just getting coffee the other day, and I told Candy about your dirty mind, and she mm-hmm. said, she, and her exact response was, <laughs> Well, maybe Candy's to put some clothes on. Well, Candy's a hard-working, uh, she wants to be a botanist. Ah. So she's, you know, here she's making her way through college. Just, yeah, just like all the dancers, mm-hmm. yes. Uh-huh. Just to be a, a botanist. Right. She's got four kids to feed. Right. And, uh, you know, she ain't found a man that can treat her right. <sighs> you have a type, don't you? As a frozen treat made with alcohol, these uh, bovine and barley owners have now been giving out ice cream with alcohol. They've delivered frozen cocktails directly to their patrons, like Moscow Mules, Pina Calartas, Margaritas... Yes, they all have alcohol in them. Mm, just the way God intended. Mm. Hey, Dad, this ice cream's good. Oh, crap. How much did you eat? I don't know, like four or five scoops. Why? Nothing. Don't tell your mother. Uh, I'm going to put on SpongeBob. We're, we're, we're going to take gonna a laugh. nap. <laughs> yeah. Nap time to hell. So. And then it, a little visit to the hospital. Right. <laughs> you know, it's funny, uh, but it's not funny because they always do this whenever like someone eats like, you know, the weed gummy bears are like, this is horrible. I can't believe this. This is the same situation here. The alcohol. Yeah. Alcohol ice cream. Uh, every time I hear about kids accidentally ingesting laced candy, mm-hmm. I just I couldn't even fathom dealing with that like on my own. You know what I mean? Like oh, hell as no. a personal note, that would be awful no like as a full-grown grown-up yeah Can you imagine being like 40 50 pounds and having them i would be uh i i feel like i'm tripping out if i get chicken that i feel is undercooked <laughs> like i am such a food i'm so scared to eat things that i will if if it looks raw if it tastes raw my wife will contest to this i've just stopped eating i'll go yeah it doesn't taste right yeah i ordered you a pizza last week and they accidentally put mushrooms on it and mm-hmm. you were convinced yep. that they were like shrooms S- psychedelic mushrooms. they were not they were regular mushrooms. I think they were psychedelic. They were not. <laughs> I just imagine some high school kid pouring psychedelic mushrooms on my pizza like, ha take that, Danny. And I'm what? like, hell no, I ain't Why would he do this. that? And it was under my name. So what What did I do to this kid? I don't know. You tell me what you did <laughs> for me to deserve that. <laughs> Who knows what agreement you guys came up with. Um. All right. Well, let's talk about psychics for a second. But you already knew I was going to say that, didn't you? Because I'm a psychic. You are. We'll tell you all about some psychic stuff coming up in a moment. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate on your morning drive. We're getting you up. We're getting you ready. We're excited. Woo. It's a big deal. Post Malone did something kick-ass yesterday. I watched almost the whole thing. Man, he did a Nirvana cover. And his drummer was the guy from Blink-182. Mm-hmm. The angry guy with the tattoos. I forget his name. They tried to do a reality show about Travis him. Travis Barker? Yeah, Travis Barker. But he just he doesn't have any personality. Anyway, he was the drummer. And then some other people. And he wore a muumuu. Uh, for those that don't know, it's like a big uh, dress onesie. And he had like flowers on it. He was smoking cigarettes the whole time and drinking vodka. And they kept trying to pan away every time he'd do it. And I'm like, how is this guy going to do this? And then he had a guitar 
and he was literally playing guitar and singing these songs and it was it was amazing so it was him in one house travis barker in another house they were all separate but yet combined right mm-hmm. and um i posted it up on my uh, on my personal page because i was like dude this is amazing i like post malone but I think I like him a little more now. I think they've spent too much time trying to make him a hip hop artist. Yeah. When he really is more of an eccentric rock, hip hop, he's more of a well-rounded dude. Like I, my respect level, he can play guitar like I've never seen. He can sing, he's a songwriter. And sure, he looks like he smells horrible. But I think if you get beyond that, Bob Marley looked like he smelled horrible. Didn't you once call Post Malone the Kurt Cobain of the 2010s? Yeah, I did. And everybody made fun of me. And now here we are. Nirvana. Nirvana. Yeah, so if you haven't seen it, look it up. Go to YouTube. Type in Post Malone covers Nirvana. And he did it's this. It's damn good. He did this to raise money, too. He raised like $3 million. Yeah. $3 million. Ah, 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 ah. So that's a lot of stimulus money out there people were dishing up. You know, I keep seeing all these like celebrity saves rates, 55 million here and 3 million here and 10 million here and yada, yada, yada. But who's like dishing out this money? Because I haven't seen anybody going, woo, the celebrities gave me $5,000. Well, you know they're, what I mean? they're giving it to like, like, this one was for the World Health Organization. Gotcha. So they're getting it. But I mean, we could say we raised money. No one could really know because no one ever sees that check process. So we've raised a little over $4,200 million. <laughs> And we gave it to the World Health of America. But you know what I mean? Like generational. All of these celebrities have like, you know, given money for Mm -hmm. coronavirus relief efforts. But who's actually getting this money? Apparently the Los Angeles Lakers are. No, they're just getting that from the government. Uh, Yeah, the Los Angeles Lakers got caught. Why'd they get caught? You're, what, what do you mean, Danny? There's no basketball. How could they get caught? Well, it's not tra- really caught. They were giving it giving it to them. Yeah, so you know what? And we should talk about this in a later break. We can go into details. But all this arguing you had back and forth with the Republicans and the Democrats about this bailout package for $2 trillion, it turns out no matter what side you're on, they screwed us all over. Mm-hmm. Because the small business uh, did not give it out to small businesses. In fact, it's rare to hear of anybody who actually got one from a small business. What they ended up doing is they ended up cutting the cutoff point of having 500 employees. So you're hearing these stories about these large corporations, one of which being the Los Angeles Lakers, who got $4.5 million from the Small Business Association. Why? Well, they have under 500 employees. So they got the loan. There was lots of major corporations that got money. Wasn't the only one. There was the one that gave it back. There was an uh, Auto Nation got it. They ended. Up, they got caught and they gave it back. It was like Shake Shack or something Shake like Shack that. Shake Shack willingly gave it back. Gave it back. Yeah. A lot of these, some are willingly giving it back. Other ones are waiting until they get caught and then someone finds out and they're like, hey, wait a minute, bro. Like you're a major chain. Yeah. You're Ruth's Crisp. Like oh, you're no, no. worth money. But, but, you know, but each individual Ruth's Crisp only has like 30 employees. Well, that don't matter. That's not small business. Yeah. You're a chain. So hopefully this next one that comes out will go to literal mom and pop organizations. Well, and think about if all these corporations weren't allowed to collect this money, how many more individuals could we could have all gotten more cash? Yeah, think of all the hair salons and the stylists that need it, the barber shops, the radio station owners. I mean, those are all <laughs> the people that need the money. The local people, the, the dude that's worked his whole life to have himself a plumbing company yeah. who's, you know, they're hurting right now. All the self-employed people. I mean, yeah. we could have all had a little extra money if people like, you know, you know the Lakers didn't You know who's get doing it. okay? The Lakers. <laughs> um, they're doing fine. Car companies. I know it's like, well, we're not selling as many cars. Well, you're still selling cars. And you still are worth, like your company is worth multi-millions dollars yeah. some of these companies are worth billions of dollars like there's yeah. there's no excuse for it whatever so i'm getting off my soapbox we're going to talk about the stupidest person of the day coming up it's danny and kate stupid people are everywhere oh it's even more stupid than you could possibly imagine that sounds stupid that's just stupid here's danny and kate's stupidest person of the day that's really stupid right Well, today's stupidest person of the day happens to be a couple of people that actually started with good intentions. 
And they always say the road to hell is paved with good intentions. And a 70-year-old president of the Rotary Club in Florida was handing out food outside of a church last week. And he ended up getting in a fight with another guy who was also handing out food. Apparently, there was some miscommunication, and the pastor thought the food was being donated to the church. They ended up getting into each other's faces, and the pastor threw a punch. He oh. claims he thought the guy was about to attack him, and he was defending himself. But the 70-year-old guy says the punch came out of nowhere because, you know, he's 70. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, here they are talking about this. Enjoy this. At that moment, he hit me, and I went... Backward. We do not do food distribution on Tuesdays. We do food distribution on Thursdays. He was right. He was right close up on me, as if that he was going to hit me. I was protecting me, defending myself. I guess he meant no harm, but I didn't know. I was jittery, and I hit it. So I'm 70 years old, brother. All I want to do is help people. Wow, that is a horrible, horrible minister. Your reaction shouldn't be to try to swing on a 70-year-old. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That seems cool. Anyway, there you go. There's our stupidest person of the day. We'll be back in a few. It's Danny and Kate.